Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Catch, Hook, and Shoot. Today is Sunday, February the 10th. My name is Tom. I am your host. Uh, I want to thank everybody, as always, for listening on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Although I'm not posting on Twitch this week. This uh, this week I'm doing just audio. I've been a little bit sick, so I'm not looking too great. So, um, But anyway... Uh, yeah, thanks everybody who's been uh, who's been checking out the show. Hopefully you're all following on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Just search for Catch Hook Shoot. You'll be able to find the show. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank everybody who uh, came out to my Royal Rumble viewing party a couple weeks ago at Nighthawk here in Chicago. I uh, had a pretty, pretty good turnout despite the weather. I think the weather... Uh, Bad weather here scared a few people away, but uh, also thank you to everybody who watched the live stream on Twitch. That was my very first live streaming event, and uh, you know I think think it went pretty well for my first time doing something like that. I uh, gotta say a huge thank you to the owners of Nighthawk, Brendan and Howard, for uh, for letting me uh, letting me do the show from from there. And uh, yeah, I think everybody had a really good time. So thanks to again to everybody who came out and who checked out the show on Twitch. Uh, so let's get into uh, what's been going on here the last couple of weeks. Uh, of course, there wasn't a show last week because, uh, like I said, I haven't haven't been feeling too great the last couple of weeks. But uh, back at it now. Um, yeah, first of all, the uh, the Royal Rumble. Just going to go through a few highlights here. The uh, uh, championship matches uh, or the top championship matches, I should say. Oscar versus uh, Becky Lynch ended with Oscar retaining the title. Uh, Becky Lynch actually tapped out, which I think was a little bit of a surprise to some people. Uh, Ronda Rousey also retained the uh, the Raw Women's Championship, um, won her match against Sasha Banks by pinfall again, which was a little bit of a surprise. You don't see Ronda pick up too many pinfall victories. Uh, normally, most of her victories are by uh, submission. So um, and then Becky Lynch did come out later on in the night during the Women's Royal Rumble, uh, took Lana's spot, and ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, Daniel Bryan retained the WWE Championship versus AJ Styles, and we saw the uh, reemergence of Eric Rowan as kind of, uh, I guess you could say, a disciple of Daniel Bryan. Uh, again, you know, his uh, his current uh, character really reminiscent of CM Punk during his Straight Edge Society days, so now Rowan is kind of in that Luke Gallows role as the, uh, uh, like I said, kind of the disciple of Daniel Bryan. And... Uh, for the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar did retain against Finn Balor, and uh, honestly, this was one of my favorite matches on the show. Uh, I know a lot of people were saying, you know, it's not a believable matchup because of uh, the huge size difference between the two, and, uh, you know, me, myself, I know one of the big things I say about Brock Lesnar is how one-dimensional he is, but uh, Brock Lesnar, th- this was probably his one of his best matches since he returned to the WWE a few years ago, uh, just really, you know, Putting on a good good match, making Finn Balor look really good, really selling the abdominal injury after he took the uh, the shot into the announce table, and it just ended up being a really, really good match. This was, like I said, I think my favorite match on the show. Uh, and then moving on to the Men's Royal Rumble, you had uh, Seth Rollins, of course, came out the winner in that one. And uh, so moving into uh, the next pay-per-view coming up, which is the Elimination Chamber, of course, the big... Uh, Big match on this one, which I'm sure will be the main event, is the Elimination Chamber match for the uh, Women's Tag Team Championship. All of the teams have been named so far. So from Raw, we've got Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan, uh, Nia Jax and Tamina, and uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks. On the SmackDown side, 
we've got Naomi and Carmella, kind of, kind of an odd team there, not you know regular tag team partners. Uh, but then we've also got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and the Iconics, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. So um, really, really looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be a good match. Uh, a tag team elimination chamber match is not something you see very often. I think we've seen it one other time, maybe if I remember correctly, or it may not have ever been done. I'm honestly off the top of my head, I can't remember. But really, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, another uh, another kind of big thing going on with WWE is uh, they seem to be getting, you know, kind of dipping their toe in the pond of intergender matches. Uh, we saw, of course, Nia Jax enter both the men's and women's Royal Rumble. Uh, in the same night, and then had a bit of a confrontation with uh, <clears throat> with Dean Ambrose, and supposedly there is an intergender match coming up at a house show, but the WWE has refuted that, so I don't know if that's kind of up in the air or if it's just completely shot down now, but they, they seem to be, like I said, kind of dipping their toe in the waters there, so we'll have to see what comes out of that. Uh, another interesting storyline that started on Raw the night after the Rumble was uh, with Lashley and Finn Balor. Looks like they're going to be going uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, on the SmackDown side, we've got a new United States Champion in R-Truth. Uh, definitely a, a bit of a shock there. Took the uh, championship off of Shinsuke Nakamura the night after he uh, uh, the night after he won it back. So um, yeah, definitely a little. Uh, you know, a little bit of a, a shakeup going on here. Uh, this past week on NXT, one match I did want to touch on is a match between Drew Gulak and uh, Matt Riddle. This is probably one of the best straight-up wrestling matches I have seen in a long time. Uh, if you have not seen this week's episode of NXT, I highly suggest you check it out because this was a fantastic match between these two guys. Um, on, on Impact, we've got new Impact Tag Team Champions and the Lucha Brothers, um, Phoenix and Pentagon. Uh, and also some more uh, tag team news for Phoenix and Pentagon. They have uh, lost the MLW Tag Team title. New MLW Tag Team Champions are the uh, the Hart Foundation, which is Teddy Hart, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., and Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, also a new MLW World Heavyweight Champion, Filthy Tom Lawler. Um... Let's see, what else do we got going on here? Um, oh, for uh, WWE, a couple of big uh, big releases, actually. Uh, Hideo Itami requested and was granted his release pending a 90-day no-compete clause. Um, from what I read, he told the WWE that he was going back to Japan, so uh, he, he was granted his release, so he is effectively done with WWE. Uh, another one that was announced is Dean Ambrose, who will have his final WWE match uh, at WrestleMania, apparently, as... Uh, April is when his contract is up. So, uh, and of course, I think, you know, a lot of people are, uh, the first thing that comes to their head now is uh, somebody, you know, a big name gets released. Oh, they're going to go to AEW, which obviously is a possibility. But, you know, it's, uh, you got to remember too, there's New Japan, there's Ring of Honor, there's Impact, there's MLW, a lot of, a lot of possibilities for these guys. So just because they have been released from WWE does not necessarily mean they're going to end up in AEW. But I think, uh, you know, it's obviously, like I said, it's a possibility, but it's not, uh, obviously not a, a for sure thing. Um, another note about the Royal Rumble, something that I, uh, I really liked was you didn't see a whole lot of, uh, legends returning like you normally do. Normally you get a few, you know, a handful of surprise entrants and it's usually names from the past, like, you know, uh, 
previously previous years you've seen like Kevin Nash and Booker T and things like that make appearances in Diamond Dallas Page. This year the only uh, legend we really saw in the men's rumble was uh, Jeff Jarrett who made his return. But other than that, the uh, the spots that weren't announced ahead of time for participants were all taken by NXT competitors, which I think was uh, fantastic, especially on the women's side. You know, saw a few. Uh, a uh, few women that we haven't seen on TV too much, like uh, Casey Catanzaro made a great showing, had a great, uh, you know, saved herself from elimination, showing off some of the skills that she picked up from American Ninja Warrior. So I, I really, really like that uh, that aspect of both Royal Rumbles. Um, some new signings for WWE, um, pretty much all in a backstage capacity, uh, in addition to the ones that were announced a couple of weeks ago with Abyss and Sanjay Dutt. They've also signed Jeff Jarrett, who has made some in-ring appearances, but also Hurricane Helms and Sean Devari have all uh, all signed on, apparently as producers. So, you know, it looks like WWE is trying to uh, beef up their, their creative a little bit, um, and I like the fact that these are all, you know, established wrestlers, guys who've been in the business for a number of years, and, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to... Uh, you know, seeing where storylines and matches and things like that go, having guys with, with their kind of experience uh, working backstage. Um, last Sunday, WWE did their uh, halftime heat show on the WWE Network and on all their social media during halftime of the Super Bowl. Uh, it was a six-man tag team match. It was kind of set up at uh, at NXT TakeOver. It was uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream, Alistair Black, and Ricochet, um, basically the top six guys in NXT. Uh, great match. If you had a chance, go back and check it out. Definitely worth uh, worth a look and was definitely better than, uh, from what I hear, definitely better than the actual halftime show of of the Super Bowl. So uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely a good, uh, good, good match. Uh, also, WWE had the World's Collide Tournament during Royal Rumble weekend at their Access and uh, was an interesting interesting concept. It was a 15-man tournament. Started off with a 15-man Battle Royal. The winner of the Battle Royal got a bye into the second round of the tournament, and then the other 14 spots were seeded depending on their elimination from that tournament. Uh, the uh, semifinals and finals were shown on the WWE Network last Saturday. Uh, so again, go back and give that a look because there were some really good matches. But the, uh, the winner of the tournament was Velveteen Dream. So by virtue of that, he gets a championship match at pretty much any title he wants across NXT, NXT UK, or 205 Live. Uh, now, apparently he, well not apparently, he uh, he did, as uh, we saw on NXT this past week, challenged Johnny Gargano for the North American title, which was a little interesting. I figured he would have went for the uh, the top title, but challenged Gargano for the North American championship, which is going to air on NXT in two weeks. Uh, but of course, that match has already been taped, and from what I was reading, it was a little, little odd for the taping. It's kind of up in the air as to who the North American champion is at the moment. Uh, so we'll have to see how that happens, you know, how that plays out when the show actually airs. But apparently, Dream won the match, won the title, but then Gargano came back out and attacked him and left with the title. So I'm not, uh, not sure if they like retaped the end of the match or if this uh, was just Gargano just stealing the belt back or if they just kind of did this just to confuse the live audience so that you know we really don't know what the result of this match is uh, and who the champion is until it actually airs. So we'll have to see how that one plays out in a couple weeks here. 
a couple of injuries in WWE right now. Uh, Seth Rollins apparently is dealing with some back problems, so he uh, it's nothing that's going to prevent him from uh, being in WrestleMania, from what I've what I've seen. But he is going to be out of the ring for a few weeks to to rest up and heal up. He's going to be doing some you know non wrestling stuff, cutting promos, things like that, leading into WrestleMania. Uh, another more serious injury apparently is ember moon injured her elbow during the women's royal rumble and she's apparently out for uh, for quite a while most likely is going to miss wrestlemania um not sure if she needs elbow surgery or not but apparently it is uh you know it's a serious enough injury that she is most likely going to miss wrestlemania um some more contract news with WWE. There was a report that AJ Styles had re-signed a new contract with WWE, but then uh, AJ kind of refuted that on social media. So it looks like it was just kind of, kind of one of those uh, unfounded rumors that you find so many of online with the uh, internet wrestling community. Uh, another one of those rumors that's out there is regarding the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, apparently, the first entrance this year are going to be the original Hart Foundation of Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, and Jimmy Hart. Um, yeah, it's not, uh, according to the report, it's a, uh, unfortunately not going to include the British Bulldog or uh, Brian Pillman or Owen Hart. Uh, it's just going to be the original Hart Foundation tag team, which, you know, well-deserved. Hopefully at some point you will see um, the remaining members of the Hart Foundation, uh, the larger version of the Hart Foundation, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Uh, another date coming up with uh, WWE's contract with Saudi Arabia. Apparently their next Saudi Arabia show will be on May the 3rd. Um, haven't seen anything announced on television as far as that goes yet. You probably won't until after WrestleMania would be my guess. Uh, WWE has announced that they're going to be doing another superstar shakeup this year and that's going to be April 15th and 16th. So that'll be uh, a week after WrestleMania. So it'll be interesting to see where where people end up between Raw and SmackDown um, and whether or not NXT is involved in this one as well. I would assume that they would be. Uh, another kind of big rumor that was floating around was that AEW had made a substantial offer to a, uh, a top WWE star, and um, apparently it was uh, supposedly Randy Orton. Now, a AEW came out and said, you know, they're not... Uh, tampering with anybody's contracts they're you know if they're going to talk to somebody they're going to be legally allowed to talk to somebody they're going to you know it's going to be during that um, few months at the end of the contract where typically a person is allowed to negotiate and accept offers from you know outside of WWE uh, so this apparently stemmed from Randy Orton just kind of making mention in the backstage area that he's interested in seeing what AEW has to offer so we'll have to see what comes out of that and if we ever see Randy Orton uh, land in an AEW ring. It would definitely be uh, something something cool to see. Uh, some other contracts that were mentioned that are coming up soon within the next year or so of uh, guys that could potentially not be too happy with WWE, maybe looking to move on elsewhere. Uh, AJ Styles, like I said, I know his, uh, you know, he refuted the report that he had already signed a new deal. Um, but obviously, he, I'm sure he is negotiating with WWE by all accounts. He wants uh, a lighter schedule so that he can spend more time with his family. Uh, some other guys who's, who've got contracts coming up as uh, Gallows and Anderson. I believe theirs are up in September of this year. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, a lot of buzz on online about uh, Nakamura going back to New Japan, which would really would not surprise me at all. Um, 
another one coming up is Paige. I don't know, you know, she's in kind of a position where I don't think WWE knows what to do with her because she can't wrestle. Uh, and they've eliminated the general manager positions on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, but Paige has mentioned that she would like to be a manager. So I think that would be kind of cool if they used her in that capacity. Uh, even, you know, even if it was in NXT or something like that, you know, I, I would love to continue to see Paige on WWE television in some capacity or another, whether it's a manager, an announcer, whatever it might be, um, or part of the, like, the kickoff panels, or, or who knows, just whatever, just I would, you know, I'd really like to see them uh, keep Paige around. Uh, another one is Mauro Ranallo. Um, of course, he is the, the lead announcer for NXT. Um, my favorite play-by-play guy that's in WWE right now. Um, he would definitely be one that would be a great fit for AEW if that uh, you know if that ever came up. If he chooses not to resign with WWE or if they choose not to extend his contract. Uh, another one coming up in April is Jim Ross. Uh, he's mentioned many times in his podcast that his contract with WWE is up in April and he's uh, not going to be signing a new one. Um, also the Usos looks like their contract is coming up. Can't remember if it's later this year or uh, next year, but their, you know, contract is up within the next year or so. And same thing with Brock Lesnar. Uh, now Brock typically works, you know, a lot of times with Brock, it seems like he works kind of event to event, um, has not been locked into a long-term contract. He just kind of works with, uh, extensions and things like that, you know, year to year basically for, uh, for Brock. So, have to see where have to see where he lands. I know there's been a lot of talk that AEW is interested in him, uh, and of course, you know there's always the the UFC side of things with Brock Lesnar as well. So he Brock Lesnar has a lot of options in front of him as far as where he wants to go. Uh, so we'll have to see where he lands. Uh, but moving on from the WWE, uh, some NWA news. They did announce the uh, the Crockett Cup is returning. They they announced that a while back, but they've uh, announced the dates as I believe it was April 26th or 27th or possibly both. <laughs> but um, yeah, the uh, uh, the tournament is going to involve teams from Ring of Honor, New Japan, and CMLL are the ones that have been announced as far as uh, having having teams tag teams as part of the tournament on. Uh, Interestingly enough, Nick Aldis, NWA World Champion, actually asked Marty Skrull to be his partner for the tournament, and Skrull turned around and challenged him for a championship match, which Aldis accepted. So during the Crockett Cup, there will be an NWA World title match, Nick Aldis versus Marty Skrull. That is, uh, that's definitely one I'd like to see. Uh, so it should be, you know, should, uh, it's definitely something I'm, I'm planning on checking out. The Crockett Cup was always uh, something fun back in the back in the territory days during uh, uh, when the NWA was, you know, really one of the premier uh, companies in wrestling, which uh, Billy Corrigan's trying to build it back up to, to what it once was. And so far, I'd say he's doing a pretty good job of it. But the uh, big news this week was the double or nothing ticket party that went on went on uh, this past Tuesday. Um or Thursday, I should say. A lot of news coming out of this one. Of course, the uh, the pre-sale is going to be starting tomorrow at noon. Um, the uh, the website's been open all weekend for people to sign up for the pre-sale, and uh, you should be receiving an email with your pre-sale code. And the uh, uh, pre-sale will start on Monday, February 11th at noon, and then uh, sales to the general public start on Wednesday, the 13th. And a lot of lot of new names added to AEW and Double or Nothing during the press conference or their uh, their ticket announce announce party. Uh, Sunny Kiss, Sammy Guevara from uh, from Triple A, 
Um, they made the official announcement of Page versus uh, Hangman Page versus Pac for uh, for Double or Nothing. Um, yeah, another another match announced for Double or Nothing is SCU versus uh, Shima and some other stars from uh, OWE in China. They didn't announce who Shima's partners are going to be, but uh, you know, after checking out some of the video from OWE, uh, that should be a, a ridiculously good match. And uh, looks like we're going to get another match between Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Um, Kenny Omega did officially announce at the ticket party he is part of AEW, and uh, on on his graphic for his name he was listed as another executive vice president so this really is you know this company really is being run by the elite uh, but uh, of course Chris Jericho did come out while Kenny Omega was talking and uh, got into a bit of a scuffle and uh, you know obviously setting up a match for double or nothing which their previous match uh, for New Japan was insane uh, one of the best matches of the of the year without a doubt so uh, to have this one happen you know on US soil with these two guys is going to be fantastic uh, another tag team that was announced for AEW is the Lucha Brothers. Uh, they came out, interrupted the Young Bucks while they were talking, and uh, you know, got into another little bit of a scuffle. And uh, saw Pentagon use the uh, package pile driver on, uh, I believe, it was Matt Jackson. So, you know, um, setting up another match for Double or Nothing. That was uh, uh, again going to be just probably uh, uh, one of the best tag team matches you're ever going to see. Uh, my money is on that one for for the main event because the the Bucks did mention you know about tag teams main eventing shows and uh, you know I, I can't see them just kind of randomly making that statement and then not following up on it somehow. So I you know my money is on the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers as the main event for Double or Nothing. Uh, some more signings for AEW is the uh, the best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Barreta, uh, Jimmy Havoc, Yuka Sakazaki in the women's division, Aja Kong in the women's division. Uh, if you guys have never seen Aja Kong, she she's been around for quite a while. She wrestled in WCW, um, and I mean she's just a, a big, bad, hard hitting. You know, just not. Uh, um, I don't want to compare it to Nia Jax. Maybe size-wise, I'd compare it to Nia Jax, but uh, that's that's probably about it as far as wrestling style. She's just uh, she's probably as close as you're going to get to a female Brock Lesnar, quite honestly. Another uh, another signing for the women's division is Kylie Ray uh, and uh, Nyla Rose as well. And it seems like the big question is Kota Ibushi. Now, I believe he is injured at the moment, so uh, but they haven't really announced too much. But he's been a freelancer for quite some time. You know, he did turn down an offer from the WWE when he was part of the, the Cruiserweight Classic a couple of years ago, uh, but did participate in a few matches on, uh, uh, on NXT. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens with Kota Ibushi. I mean, if he doesn't sign a contract with AEW, I can almost guarantee you he will at least be wrestling on some of their, some of their shows. Uh, and AEW did announce a uh, another partnership with uh, AAA Mexico, so that uh, that is huge because you have some of the best uh, best luchadors in the world are are with uh, AAA, and of course also part of the Double or Nothing weekend is Starcast 2. A lot of names have been announced for for Starcast 2 already, and it's still three months away. Uh, but Sean Mooney is going to be hosting, um, and you know, wrestlers that are going to be making appearances, Sting, Bret Hart, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, 
uh, X-Pac, uh, Lita, Tony Schiavone, Bruce Pritchard, Eric Bischoff, Jim Ross, uh, The Hurricane, Jerry Lawler, Magnum TA, Ricky Steamboat, Tommy Dreamer, Conan, Jerry Lynn, and David Arquette are the names that have been announced so far. So, uh, yeah, StarCast shaping up to be huge. I, I honestly, I wish I could get to Las Vegas for that weekend, but that's just not, not a possibility for me. I was really hoping they would do it in Chicago again, but, um, you know, I'll be, I'll be ordering the pay-per-view and, you know, following along as closely as, as humanly possible from home. So, uh, yeah, that's really all I've got for this week. Just, uh, you know, wanted to kind of break down what's been going on the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I know there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of division online between wrestling fans about AEW. You know, you've got, uh, some fans on one side saying, oh, it's going to be the greatest thing in the world. They're going to run WWE out of business. And then you've got fans on the other side saying the exact opposite. It's going to be horrible. It's not, you know, a bunch of no-name indie guys. And, you know, they're not going to last two seconds against WWE. And then you've got your actual wrestling fans who just love wrestling, like myself, who are right in the middle saying, you know what, number one, we're going to stay realistic about this. And we know that AEW is not going to be on a level to compete with WWE for probably a good couple of years. I mean, look at this from a business standpoint. AEW, you know, the first year, two years, is going to operate at a loss. That's just the nature of business. I mean, just starting off, they're $100 million in the hole. You know, they've spent $100 million to start up the company, to sign talent, um, get their, you know, first event in place and things like that. Uh, but that, that was the initial investment from the Khan family was $100 million. So they're starting off $100 million in the hole. That's just the nature of business. You start off, you're operating at a loss until you get rolling and, you know, start getting some money coming in. So that's, uh, that's really kind of how you have to look at it. You can't, and, you know, I don't think, I mean, yes, Cody Rhodes has said it crossed his mind about trying to, you know, going after Vince McMahon, but, Cody, I think, is a lot smarter than that, and I know Tony Khan is a lot smarter than that. They're not going to try to run a company out of business that's been around for close to 60 years. So, you know, they're they're offering an alternative. They're offering a different style. They're focusing more. You know, WWE focuses on the entertainment aspect of wrestling, and AEW has said they're going to focus more on the sporting aspect of it. So it's not going to be... You know, it's going to be a totally different product. It's going to be an alternative. They're going to attract all of the indie fans. And you know what? They're even going to attract the haters because the haters are going to watch just to because they want to see them fail. And, you know, so that they have something to complain about because that's just what people do. But, um, you know, for myself, I'm extremely excited to have another uh, another big wrestling company come out that apparently is going to have, you know, a national TV deal. Um, according to the reports, it's, you know, better than uh, Spike TV when... when uh, TNA was on there, so I I would think it would be on the level of, uh, you know, obviously not the USA Network, because that's where WWE is, but it wouldn't surprise me to see them on a TNT or a TBS or something along those lines, which would really be ironic, because they're the ones that pretty much put the final nail in the coffin of WCW when they said they didn't want wrestling on their their, uh, networks anymore. And now they're going to bring wrestling back with AEW, but I can guarantee you... You know, AEW's not going to sign any TV deals that are not in their best interest. But uh, apparently from all the reports that are out there, they've got two very good deals on the table with, you know, big, big time networks. So I'm sure that announcement's going to be coming sooner rather than later. They may actually make that announcement at Double or, Double or Nothing and announce when their, you know, show's going to be starting up. Um, 
that's another thing I think people are really impatient about. A lot of people keep throwing out there, you know, oh, they haven't even had a show yet. They don't have TV. Well, you know, they're going to be, you know, people are complaining they're, all we're getting is press conferences. Well, yeah, that that's going to lead up to the first show. They're going to be, you know, they're going to release information in bits and pieces to keep people's interest peaked and, uh, you know, keep people tuning into the, the YouTube channel and things like that to, you know, to find out what's going on and, you know, who's going to be at Double or Nothing, who's going to be at StarCast, when's the, you know, the TV show going to start and things like that. So I think what they what they have been doing so far is very, very smart and they're going about it the absolute right way. So, uh, you know, I'm going to continue myself uh, tuning in and checking out all the, all the press conferences that they do right up to uh, Double or Nothing weekend and I will definitely be checking out the pay-per-view as well. So, uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm definitely becoming an AEW fan. I am cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to jump too far ahead and say they're going to put WWE out of business because that's just not going to happen, guys. It's not. WWE is not going anywhere. Um, but, you know, maybe they can, maybe AEW can make enough noise and draw enough fans that uh, WWE is going to have to sit up and, and take notice and say, okay, we need to step up our game, kind of like what happened when WCW blew up as big as it did. So uh, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it for this week. Um, yeah, again, thank you everybody who's been tuning in, checking out the show on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, again, there is no Twitch uh, feed this week because it's just uh, I'm just putting the audio out there, no video this time. And uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who's been following on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. And if you ever want to shoot me an email, it's catchhookshoot at gmail.com. Um, hope everybody's having a good week. I should be back with my regular audio and video show next week. But uh, until then, thank you again for checking out the show. Thank you to everybody who checked out the Royal Rumble uh, viewing party and the live feed on Twitch. And I will talk to you guys soon.